0: And you will find that, hey, guess what? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Guess what? Those things that I've been through, those things that I've struggled with, they don't define me. It's God who defines who I am. It's God who really and truly causes me to overcome.
1: What if you could take charge of your publishing and then leverage your book to create financial freedom and leave a legacy. Wouldn't you want to find out just how to do that? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Hi, I'm Henika Watkins, supporter, speaker, coach, author of podcasts, Power, and the host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast,
0: inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets podcast, brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Tune in for inspiration, information, and innovation to write and win with books. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship.
1: Greetings, entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 75 of the Authorpreneur Secrets podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor, and this is a show that gives you the roadmap to take charge of your publishing with stories and strategies to dominate entrepreneurship. Coming up in today's show, we are going to be airing an interview that was done as part of our first time author story series and it's going to be the story of Georgia Hafenden and her journey in writing and publishing her first book The Better Part, Overcoming My Past, Answering God's Call and Living a Fully Surrendered Life. Georgia is living in the diaspora She is Jamaican and now resides in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada with her husband and three children. She grew up in St. Anne and she is a trained social worker and uh, she's just going to be sharing her journey and dropping some gems and nuggets to help us on our healing journey. So if you have suffered from any form of sexual abuse, molestation, domestic abuse from a dysfunctional family, if you are struggling with shame and just trying to get over your past, you don't want to miss today's episode as she takes us on her journey and drops some gems on us. She had an online book launch in 2020, but this year in 2022, she's coming back to Jamaica and she's going to be having the better part conference and face-to-face book launch. And that's going to be October 15. So you don't want to miss that. And as you hear her social media handles and contact information, you can learn more about that. And as we get closer to the event, I'll also bring you up to speed with that. I'm also going to be sharing a little bit of my entrepreneurship journey, what's the latest in my neck of the woods, and then get straight into the interview. So I'm not going to be doing any other resource to win this week, but just encouraging you to go and get this book, The Better Part by Georgia Haffenden. Let's have a word from our sponsor, Bamboo Sparks, before we... Continue with the show.
0: Your book is the perfect spark to get the fire going in your personal life, career, business, or ministry. Light that book spark today with Bamboo Sparks, a global independent publishing services and publishing education and training business for transformation. Bamboo Sparks will take you from manuscript to market faster than you thought possible and even manage the process for you. Check out their three main offerings, the self-publishing spark, the rocket-writing spark, and their Bamboo Sparks done-for-you management deals for authors in the Caribbean and the diaspora. Discover how Bamboo Sparks can help you to publish and leverage your book to grow 90 feet tall
1: at bamboosparks.com, and that's Bamboo with a U. All right, so in terms of my latest entrepreneurship venture, you know, this year has been a funny year because I was not planning to write any books (laughs) this year, and so I focused on my grandmother's book. That was the first one, you know, that just came to me. And then I started working recently on another book, which is called Better Than I Dream. This is based on a teaching series that I did on the book of Ruth, my namesake, (laughs) a couple months ago, about four or five months ago. And I felt that this should be chronicled into a little devotional as we look on you know after a season of sorrow even as we're coming out of the pandemic or if you've gone through something harrowing or you've gone through a period of grief and loss and just that kind of thing that you can learn from the book of Ruth the story in that book some lessons and you can get hope for the future that indeed the future can be better than you dreamed, because. These women never imagined how God would have used them and uh, I mean Naomi was hopeless. She felt her life was over and done. The prospects of remarrying for Ruth seemed pretty dim and yet she found a good husband, a wealthy husband, (laughs) and she later became part of the the, the lineage of the messiah she became great grandmother to the second king in israel so that's just an amazing story to give us hope but i did not focus so much on just the love story as many people do but just how those from the margins can be elevated and just a lot of lessons from that in the end key thoughts and ideas to bring transformation And to give us hope that the future could be better than you dream, despite how bleak things may look in the present. And personally, that is a challenge for me. There are some areas in my life that I've basically kind of closed off and given up hope. (laughs) And so writing this book, you know, writing is often therapeutic, is also challenging me to... Believe for my better part and believe that things can be better than I dreamed in those areas. So I'll keep you updated on that journey. And then the next entrepreneurship venture is that we're going to be having a Write and Retire Right seminar at the University of Technology on October 13. It's going to be streamed via YouTube and we're also going to be there face to face. And there'll be three presenters. We're looking at how you can write, and uh, create sustainable income in your retirement years and find something fruitful and fulfilling to do as a result of your writing. And then we also have a financial advisor to help us So, put it all together in terms of being financially fit in retirement. Certainly that's my dream, write and retire, right? I want to make sure by age 50 that I'm financially flourishing (laughs) And I'm already doing to a large extent what I want to do for the rest of my life. But I suppose I'm not as actively involved in the publishing process as I am now. I would rather, you know, travel and teach and that kind of thing. And just focus on my writing. If my life is spared in... By 2030, I really don't want to be actively involved in the publishing process as I am now. So that's the latest in terms of my entrepreneurship venture. I'll put the links in the show notes to that event and it's going to be free. All right. So you can catch the replay on YouTube as we live stream it or show up. It's going to be 3 p.m. Jamaica time. On October 13 at the University of Technology School of Computing, we're going to be on that floor. So stay tuned and hopefully, you know, recapping, I can share a little bit of that uh, on one of the podcast episodes. So I'm really looking forward to that. Teaming up with Patricia Reid-War, retirement coach and author, and my friend Wendy Salmon, financial advisor. To just show people that, you know, you can make books a vital part of your dream and your lifestyle in retirement and leave a legacy. So that's that. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the interview with Georgia. Tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, about your writing journey.
0: Well, as you all know, my name is Georgia Haffenden. I am a born Jamaican, um, all my relatives are still in Jamaica, I immigrated to Canada with my husband and my children. I serve in the capacity of a wife, a minister, a student, a professional social worker and also an author, newly author as you would say. So. That's basically who I am for the time okay. being.
1: Okay. <laughs> so you're a wife, your mother, and you're also a minister. Tell us yes. about your writing journey. What prompted you to start writing, and what was it like writing this particular book?
0: Um, what prompted me to start writing? It was a clear and direct uh, message eight years ago that I got from the Lord. That, that just three words, the better part.
1: Mm. And I
0: was given an instruction to write this down, which I did. And about a week or two after wrestling with this thing, why am I supposed to write down these three words? You know, Mm -hmm. the Lord said, I want you to write a book. And this is the title. Well, this book took me eight years years to write wow <laughs> i shared i shared the video with my husband he said to me well if god says right then go write." so i was like i don't know how to write what am i supposed to write mm-hmm. so he said just just go on your computer or start typing or just write so i just started to type just type 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 and then i i just gave up i i just put it down wow. i didn't even bother so it was um while here in canada like um a year or two ago you know my husband again came and said um what happened with that book that the lord told you to write i'm like yeah (laughs) what he said well i think you need to get up and start walking in obedience i'm like well i can't write i can't this i can't that so he said he said to me you started many years ago so what happened i said you know what i had saved it on many different avenues very different emails so i will go and retrieve it and that yeah. is how i started to you know pick up back just 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 writing again one of the things i did kamika i i, I challenged myself i said you know what god it, since as you have commanded me to do this thing i want to walk in obedience so that was how I contacted you. I said, you know what? It's best if I get in contact with an a publisher who will now hold me accountable.
1: <laughs> yes. So
0: it must be completed. So that's how I made contact with you and I just continued. You know, and you gave me the deadline. So I said, okay, now I am have I have to do this thing. So I I I I, I just did.
1: Excellent. And you've touched some major points there. Because there are many persons who want to write and it often takes them a long time. But I find when you have a measure of accountability that you're able to push through and finish. And so that's a key. If you're thinking of writing a book and you're struggling, you need some measure of accountability. Someone who would check on you. When I was writing, my mom was one such person who kept checking on me because, so, sometimes the energy to start is not the same energy to finish. So I want to congratulate yes. you because writing is hard. And I it want is. to speak your husband, Hope Town, <laughs> mm-hmm. for encouraging you and not allowing that dream to die. So tell us more about the title. The book has a very interesting title and I'll be bringing the book up on screen shortly. Tell us more about that, the better part.
0: So, as I said, those were the three words the Lord gave me in that vision, but I just could not understand, you know, those three words. It wasn't until he directed me to the book of Luke, it was the story about Mary and Martha and how Mary had chosen the better part. And I'm like, whoa, God, (laughs) you know, this is awesome. So what the Lord was saying to me is that, Georgia, you have chosen the better part. You know, the Ah. day when you committed your life to me, you chose to walk a different path. And that was my path. You know, so it's the the title is really about God and his path. You know, the journey that we take as Christians to, to, to live a life that is
1: pleasing unto the Lord. Yes. Ah, so that's the better part. So the better part is uh, about living a life that is pleasing to God. Yes. All right. Okay. So we get to understand why this book was written. It was because the Lord told you to write this book.
0: Yes. And
1: uh, I love the title. The subtitle is about overcoming my past, answering God's call, and living a fully surrendered life. So tell us a little bit more about the book itself. Overcoming My Past, Answering God's Call suggests that you had some obstacles and trials and stuff that in your past that uh, were possibly holding you back and you came to a point where you were able to overcome it. So tell us a little bit about that.
0: Um, You know, we all have a past some of our past are bitter experiences you know some have some some moments of joy but my past was really a major challenge for me you know um one of the thing is that i had what you would call a dysfunctional family i had i have two sets of family so i have stepmom step step that i have um stepfather and mother so i was between both houses and you know a lot of things can happen during those times and that's exactly what happened to me I was moving from here to there between both parents and it opened the doors for things like you know sexual abuse and molestation Mm um um you know internal conflicts you know you know siblings feeling as if you were rejected you know Mm -hmm. by your own parents you were just I was just caught in the middle and a lot of that you know, laid paved the way for me to make a lot of wrong choices, if you know what I mean as yeah. i yes. as I grew up, you know i I became bitter,
1: yes, honestly,
0: I became bitter, I was filled with resentment. I was mm. an angry young lady, yeah. let's put it like yeah. that. I was so angry, you know, and mm. love was something that I just could not accept, much uh, less to even give it. Because as I said the the nurture nature part. Yes. You know, as a child I was denied that. Mm. Now I don't blame my parents because guess what? They did their best. Right. Even if they couldn't understand it but they did their best.
1: Right. Right. So
0: the the the, the book is about my journey, you know, from a child coming up into my adult years. Adult yes yes and even as a minister how I struggled (laughs) you know (laughs) I struggled to get to that place of absolute surrender you know some of the challenges I had as a minister because you know the the reality is even as leaders we tend to hide some of the struggles that we have been through Ah, and this is is what Yes, and this is really what people want to know. They want to relate to us, they want us to yes. be vulnerable. You know, they want to know that okay, I can
1: share the real me with you and yes. I am not judged. Ah, I mean, that's 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 very bold. I read the book and I'm like, whoa. I, it, it, it has a great degree of transparency because some of the things that you went through as a minister, and we're not going to give away too much of the book. Right. When you're serving the Lord, you fall down and you get up and there are some incredible things in there that still today, having read the book, I, 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 I grapple with it. Does God really work like this? And you know, very often we put God in a box. But one yes. of the things that... it's a very gripping story but at the end we find about forgiveness and you being able to forgive the persons who hurt you it 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 was it was rather um interesting and it transformed me so we Mm want to invite persons to come on out to the book launch we want you to come on out but is it just a book launch tell us a little bit more about that and what's happening there it's not only a book launch, it's
0: going to be also a ministry launch. It's going to be my own personal ministry, which has, you know, come forth from the book as well. The better part. Um, it, it, it will be the better part, Ministries International. It will be surrounded um, by, you know, mentorship and, and discipleship is what the ministry is going to be built on. Because one of the things I realize is that even as a leader, you too need a mentor. You too need to be discipled. As I said, there's a lot of people out there who are struggling. And it's not just saying, you know, the repentance prayer and becoming a part of a church. Yes. Because the truth is many people are wounded within the church. And who do they go to? We find that we cannot you know trust people within the church which is not something that is good so it's it's going to be a ministry launch as well where i'm going to offer myself to serve those who you know whether men women or teenagers who want to be mentored and discipled into experiencing their better part
1: Ah, and I know uh, there's a section in the book where you take us on like a better part journey, a seven day experience, um, to a seven day journey to experience a better part. And I yes. took that opportunity, and uh, at the end of that seven days, I was just hearing so clearly from God, and. Uh, in my own life, things that I struggled with in terms of my self-worth and other things, while doing that seven part, uh, that seven day journey, I was able to come to terms with it and begin to experience my better part. (laughs) You know, your journey gets better and better. We go from glory to glory, but we can't get to the next level until we deal with some other things that have been holding us back. So, I know mm-hmm. persons who will become part of this ministry that that is an exciting part. Um I can't wait for you to start doing the Better Part retreats.
0: Yes, <laughs> and have coming soon.
1: Experience the the Better Part. Yes. So, there are persons who are struggling with answering God's call. And uh, they are struggling with overcoming Um, issues in their past? What advice would you give to them? What steps do they need to take? What are some of the keys to um, answering God's call and overcoming your past?
0: All right. One of the major issues for me was the whole surrender, not just surrender, but submission. Mm -hmm. Um, Many times, because we have been through a lot of struggles, you know, and people have hurt us, we become so sheltered and we become so overprotective, right, that we find it difficult to even submit to, mm-hmm. to those who are above us. Or... So I was having a challenge even submitting to God. I know that the Lord had plans for me, but, you know, and I know that he had called me, but as I said, I had an issue surrendering, which was basically submission. Yeah. And um, it it was just, it's it's difficult. Because if, 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 if I was to really submit to God, I'm going to submit to His will. And His will is not always the nice and easy things that we would want. It means that I would have to come face to face with my struggles. It means I would have to call a spade a spade. Just as I said before that I was bitter, I was angry, I I had a lot of resentment. I had to come face to face with the real me. I had to come face to face and say, listen, Georgia, there's no way that, you know, You can even walk the path if you don't deal with your heart's condition. You're bitter. You're angry. You need to let go of all these things that you have been carrying over the years. Mark you, it's not going to be easy. But when you submit to the Lord, you have access to be real with God. If you cannot be real with anybody else, you can be real with God. So I I began to talk to the Lord and say, okay, God, I am struggling with unforgiveness. Uh. I hate I hate Mary, I hate John. They did this to me, you know, but before I can even answer you answer your call wholeheartedly, you're going to have to heal me of these things. you're going to have to help me to let go of these people who have offended me, these people who have hurt me, mm-hmm. so that was my process. I had to learn to really submit to God, I had to submit you know myself. To his correction, yes, to his Mm. rebuke.
1: You know, so that's
0: where (laughs) it it all starts from submission, and then you find out that the more you begin to submit yourself daily, it's like as Paul said, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord for his reasonable what? Service.
1: Yes, yes, and then
0: the whole process of transforming my mind right Mm -hmm. knowing that okay those things happen they're in the past it's not my future it's God who determines my future Ah. and if I commit myself unto the Lord then he's surely going to help me to overcome so the overcoming is not your responsibility it's God's responsibility it's through Ah. him that you're going to be able to overcome
1: Wow, well, you're dropping. Now have to pause there. You're dropping some truth bombs on us. Some, as um, John Lee Dumas would say, some value bombs. So it's not allowing your past to determine your future. And understanding that it is God who will do the overcoming. You're dropping some some truth bombs there on us. So forgiveness yes. is a big part of that. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, um, being willing to be corrected by God and mm-hmm. submitting to his will. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing is,
0: um, as Christians and as leaders, we struggle with vulnerability. Ah. We are not... There are many times that we don't even know how to be vulnerable with God. Mm. Right? Yes. We don't know how to become naked and not ashamed. Aye. Mm. so we try to cover up a lot even when it comes to god we try to cover up but when i learned how to become vulnerable how to become naked Mm. and not ashamed naked and not ashamed means when i began to share with others my struggles some of the most deepest and intimate things Mm. that i've been through in life you know i was the things were just dropping off Uh, They were just dropping off. I, I realize now that okay, God doesn't look at my shame. That's ah. the thing. God came to take away the take shame. Away the
1: shame. But yes.
0: <laughs> exactly. But in my eyes, oh, I am not worthy. You know, you know, why would God use somebody who is so, I'm, I'm so messed up. But mm-hmm. yet still, God came to take away my shame. So the more I yes. became vulnerable and opened up to say, okay, I'm struggling yes. with this. This yes. is where I was. The things just started to slowly fall. Oh, oh, so wow. there is wow. no reason to be afraid of being vulnerable i learned from mrs hyacinth peart and i'm gonna call her name she taught Dr. me a jt said you know her well yes yes i remember her saying in a class that i was in she said listen if you share your deepest and most intimate scar yes. with somebody If they want to go and speak it and tell the whole world, that's their responsibility. Do not take it on. You are being healed. You are are becoming a better person because Mm. of sharing those scars. And I've held on to that thought for Mm. all these years. So the more I became vulnerable, she actually taught me how to become vulnerable. So, whoa. submission and vulnerability are two major keys in really uh, and truly living a surrendered life.
1: Wow, submission and vulnerability are the keys, and when you share your story, don't fret about what others will say. That's kind of hard because <laughs> I, rem- I i I've had stuff and I remember. I got to a point where God's from Isaiah 54, God says, I'm going to cause you to forget the shame of your youth because in being vulnerable, you open up yourself for criticism and Mm -hmm. that can deter us. But what you're saying is that uh, if you do not share and uh, um, it's not just sharing anywhere, it's finding a safe community, I I would assume that it is in the process of sharing that healing comes. Yes and and to the so don't tell yes. everything um so your message for those who've been through similar experiences and those who are struggling with answering the call um from what you've said i could put it in in, in three three keys here one you have to be submitted to god uh, two you have to um forgive You have to be willing to be vulnerable. And doing that, you can find healing. And and I think a fourth one there you shared is that you need to look past the shame. Because God is not seeing that. He came to take away the shame. shame. Mm -hmm. All right. And if you would like Georgia to speak at your church or your event, you can email her at gh.betterpart at gmail.com and we are we are saying that you can overcome your past and no matter what it is um yes god can use you do you have any last words um <laughs> for our viewers as it relates to your experience and the book and anybody who's struggling with sexual abuse struggling with uh, Um, a dysfunctional family, struggling with answering God's call, um, struggling with just their sexuality, because those are some of the the deep issues that you touch in the book, struggling Mm -hmm. with finding love. (laughs) After all I've been through, can I still find love and settle down? Mm -hmm. Speak to those categories of persons right now.
0: Well, the reality is there is no greater love than the love of God. Amen. That's an assurance. You need to assure yourself with that. But there's also other people out there who need you. You may not think you're needed, but you are needed. There are people who need you. There are people who need to hear your struggles. There's no need to be silent anymore. There is no need to to live a sheltered life or become so overprotective of your own self that you're afraid to give of yourself to others. Mm. See yourself as being needed. See yourself as being called to serve. Because guess what? God's love is unconditional. And that is one love that you can never deny yourself of. And once you begin to fill your mind, fill your heart with the reality that I am loved by God, then God will begin to break down your barriers. And you will find that, hey, guess what? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Guess what? Those things that I've been through, those things that I've struggled with, they don't define me. It's God who defines who I am. It's God who really and truly causes me to overcome. So don't see yourself as lesser than who you are. See yourself as being fearfully and wonderfully made by a perfect God. And I'm talking to both males and females males please don't exclude yourself because the men have been through a lot of struggles as well and they find it hard to speak out as women would but for the sake of becoming husbands or even the fact that you are husbands as women we need to hear your struggles as well you know we need to hear that hey guess what i too want to overcome so i'm encouraging the men as well to read the book and find yourselves a a safe space. Mm. Find yourself a safe space where you can unload, where you can get naked and not ashamed, where you can become vulnerable and let your healing process begin.
1: And if you want to learn more about how to find that safe space, we want to encourage you and and to get the book. And also, you can contact Georgia. Are you on Hi. Instagram? Are you on I'm Facebook? on Instagram.
0: I'm on Facebook. Uh, Somebody contacted me via Facebook, too. From Jamaica, she was in the taxi yes. reading this book. Yes. And she just sent me a Facebook message, and I responded ASAP.
1: So on Facebook, um, your, your handle is... Uh, georgia happened then on yes. instagram what's your handle on instagram
0: uh, same georgia
1: same georgia or gia then.
0: girl yes or
1: gia girl so it's gia yes. girl and um, yes. we look forward to the launch congratulations yes. and thanks for sharing i trust that you enjoyed that interview and that you would be inspired to turn your story into a book or into a movement that will be able to help others remember if you want to be part of the better part uh, conference and book launch it's going to be october 15 2022 you can contact georgia for more information or visit our facebook page georgia.haffenden.1 and uh, get the book, The Better Part. It has been getting quite a bit of reviews. I'm seeing over 19 reviews and it's on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, you name it. It has has been published wide. So just type that in and get that book. Okay. Thank you for listening. Remember to share this episode with a friend and uh, ta for now until next time. I'm Tamara Francis, educator and editor. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. If you'd like to increase your impact and income with books, visit AuthorpreneurSecrets.com for more resources, including the books, Pen It to Win It, and Authorpreneur Secrets. Join the Authorpreneur Secrets Academy membership group for courses, coaching, and community support to write, publish, and win with books. Until next time, go pen it to win it!